0: Tonight Ava and I went to see Six the Musical in Columbus and if you have not listened to the soundtrack like if you're on Spotify or somewhere like go listen to it now. Six the Musical soundtrack. It's amazing. Um, We started listening to it and like fell in love probably 2018, 2019 and so in... December of 2019, I bought Ava and myself, and we were going with a friend and her daughter tickets to go to New York City to see them on Broadway. Well, obviously, the show was in June of 2020. We know that didn't happen. (laughs) So they refunded our money. And we actually were in New York in August, but it was my all about my daughter and Harry Styles, and it was a one-night trip and it was so fast, it just couldn't happen. So We got tickets for Six the Musical in Columbus, Ohio, and saw them, and it was totally amazing. And when you listen to the soundtrack, you get a gist of, like, what the show is about. But seeing it in real life is just so much more amazing. Um, But the story is basically about the lives of uh, Henry the Ace Wives, And, um, he had six wives, by the way, and how they each think they had the most tragic story. So at the beginning of this show, they're all trying to win the competition for having like the worst experience, the hardest life, um, by telling each other stories about how bad they had it. Like two were beheaded, um, multiple, I think all of them were probably cheated on. Um, there were a lot of you know, miscarriages and, and all these things. And so they're all basically trying to say that their life was the worst and they should be queen because they had the worst story and they dealt with all these things by the end, they realize they are stronger together and instead of allowing, and they call it his story instead of history, his story to write their stories and just being one of these six wives, they can write her story and change the narrative. So when they do this, they not only stop comparing their tragedies, AKA, what do we do as women compare ourselves all the time, but they start lifting each other up. They start empowering one another and they stop competing and they start cheering each other on. One of the things that this helped me just think about, um, I tell my inner circle all the time, everything is content. And so everything is content. But before I started working on my emotional intelligence, doing the inner work, I thought everything and everyone's competition. And that's not a lie. I literally thought that's everything was competition, everything. And I really had to work on me and myself to realize that I'm my own competition. But it took me a really long time to do that. And I had you know, moments of victim mentality and I struggled owning my shit. You know, the, the Chrissy pre-business owner is thankfully no longer here. Thank goodness. Even Chrissy business owner, like first two years is no longer here. And she had a lot of drama. She had a lot of growing up to do. And I can, I kind of call her baby Chrissy too, because she was very immature and I can, you know, I call Early days, video Chrissy, baby Chrissy, too. So, um, but it's good that I can see that transformation and I can see that growth and know that oh, I mean, I may not be where I want to be, but I thank goodness I'm no longer there, right? And I'm no longer her. And I think that's huge. Um, but it was just, it was interesting because in this show, they were talking about their trauma and their drama and their tragedies like over and over and over. And how they could turn that around, you know, in an hour and a half Broadway musical, but I can say a hundred percent, I don't know how you define success, but I don't think you can have a successful business without working on you. I feel like as a successful business owner, or as a business owner, we are some type of leader it, whether we are a brick and mortar, um, Or an online business, we are a leader. We're in a leadership role, right? We're leading something. We're leading a movement. We're leading a cause. We're leading a transformation. We're leading something, right? And so I think that high level emotional intelligence work is crucial for leadership. I think working on your inner shit that you've never dealt with as a leader, it all comes out, especially as a business owner, right? We say that being a business owner, an entrepreneur, CEO, whatever you want to call it, is the biggest personal development journey you'll ever go on because you can't just ignore the stuff anymore and you have to work on it, right? And so I think as a leader, it all comes out and you can choose to ignore it and move on and try to shove it to the side and not deal with it. Or you can choose to think differently. You can choose to be different and know that the growth trajectory that you're on is going to astound you when you finally start working on you and you're going to realize that things that used to bother you and used to bring you down and used to stress about you don't anymore because you've dealt with that crap that you never wanted to deal with I'm not saying it solves everything but it helps make things a lot better I'll never forget when I first started working with my mindset coach, one of my goals, and I told her, I laugh now, but I told her, I said, I just want to get over stuff really fast. And she goes, well, what do you mean? I was like, well, I just don't like, like some people like never get upset. And I just just want to like not deal with stuff. And she goes, so you're saying you want to run away from it. And I was like, oh, I guess I never thought of it like that. And I was like, okay, well, I just don't want to deal with the emotion. She goes, no, you have to deal with your emotions. But I think the thing is, is that it's not that we're not in emotional, because we still have emotions, right? But we deal with them in a different way. We deal with them in a way that doesn't, I think the best thing is it doesn't affect other people. Um, It doesn't resolve in me playing victim. It doesn't resolve in me, you know, finding a scapegoat and things like that. I think that's, The main thing I can say about working on emotional intelligence, but the other thing is, is that women tearing women down is so out and, you know, like it's really never been in, but not that these characters were doing that, but they were in this competition of, you know, instead of who's being the best, like it's who had the worst. Right. Um, but you know, as far as like name dropping and calling out names, to make your point like that is not leadership, right? And one of the things that we, Gary V says this all the time, I've said it, if the best marketing strategy is to care, shouldn't leadership follow the same suit? I think true leaders own their faults, they own their messes, they own their mistakes, and they are truly an example to the younger generation. But the other thing is they own their faults, they own their messes, they own their mistakes, and they use them as lessons. They use them as parables. They use them as this is what I did wrong. This is how I did it wrong. So this is how you can do it better and not follow in my footsteps. Right. I feel like true leadership um, and, and true, you know, that CEO mindset, um, you know, even if you have customers, clients, whatever you want to call them. You know, they see those, those leaders see you, those leaders hear you and they witness you even if they don't understand all of you. And although I can say in the past, I wasn't always that example that I wanted to be. I always hope to be an example of empowering other women um, and really showing my daughter that we get to cancel cattiness because I grew up with a lot of cattiness and I don't know if that's the way it was when you were like in high school and college and and early jobs like I just remember there was so much cattiness um, and I love that the people that I surround myself with now that we don't see that I don't see that I don't feel that Um, I truly feel like we're all cheerleaders in each other's lives and I think if we embody that and we show the younger generation, our kids that, and that we lift each other up instead of that cattiness, that that's how we start making change. That's how we start making real lasting change in the world. Um, and yes, all this lesson came from a Broadway musical that I watched with my daughter tonight, but I, I joke and say there's content in everything and can you find the lesson? Can you find the story? Can you find the thing that may stick with someone and help them see it the way that you see it? And I think that's what this show did for me tonight was just lift each other up, cancel the cattiness and really let's empower each other. Let's, let's see here and witness each other, even if we don't understand everything that each other has been through. And I think that is one of the most powerful things. And I hope you had something to take away from this podcast episode.